0: Alright, what is up my friend? You push play on today's episode probably because you are either feeling, living, seeing, or all of the above when it comes to the hustle culture. And so many people in society are tired of hustle culture. So is there still people living in it? Is there still somebody who's listening to this that needs to hear what I have to say? And I think the short answer is yes. Is because maybe unconsciously you're living in this state, this state of being, this state of always needing to be on, this state of watching other people maybe do the same. And I asked this question over on my Instagram the other day and I was like, you know, who is tired of the hustle culture? Like who is tired of everybody like always being on, everybody always doing, and like nobody ever really like slowing down and resting because... Really, I think it's just the society that we've adapted to over the years, like, we're truly always on go mode. You know, we're always on and available through notifications, through email, through text, through social media. And while we have so many great advances, I also think that sometimes it puts us in this place where we feel less than, maybe you feel less than if you're not doing or achieving or living at the level that somebody else in your circle or somebody else that you watch is doing. And back in July of 2022, I was the person who probably most of you looked at my day-to-day life and you were like, how do you do it all? And I can think of so many different times where people were like blown out of the water by how busy my schedule was. And I prided myself on how good I was at doing all of these different things. And I remember I had one time somebody asked me like, Michaela, but how do you do it all? And I was like, oh, well, like, I'm just really good at scheduling my days. And like, I just, I really thrive in a busy routine and a busy life. And like, while parts of that are true, I was also breaking down internally and I didn't even realize it. I didn't have the self-awareness of burnout that I do now. And my day-to-day was this like long, intricate, probably close to an hour, hour and a half morning routine before a 12-hour shift that started at 7 a.m. So I was getting up at like 4.15, if not earlier on days that I worked 12-hour shifts. I would go to my 12-hour shifts and I would work as a nurse and then after work I would get off and I would work on my side hustle whether that, whether that met my network marketing business or whether that met stuff for my podcast and on my lunch breaks I was quote unquote working, I was doing all of these tasky things that I thought needed to be done while I was like at work for both my podcast and my business and days off were time blocked from sunrise to sunset and while parts of my routine were really great and part of me does thrive with a schedule that is structured i burnt myself out and it didn't happen fast it happened over time and i think because it was so gradual i didn't realize in the day to day the like long term detrimental effects <laughs> that it was having not only to my physical health but my mental health my joy my excitement my passion for my podcast you know my passion for my network marketing business at the time and I still have these overachiever tendencies. I don't wanna say I'm like cured or that it never happens. I do sometimes fall back into that rut or I do fall back into that routine or that mindset. And so this podcast is for you. If you're the doer, I want to encourage you to rest. If you're the feeler, I want to encourage you to redefine success. And if you're the observer or the seer, I want you to learn how to, unfollow and distance yourself from people who give you that crummy feeling and that's going to make more sense here in just a second but as I was thinking about today's podcast episode I was like I think this is the perfect time to do it because a lot of people because the new year sets in they feel this urge or this desire or this need to like change everything all at once and as you're making these shifts I really want you to think about like what's sustainable in the long term what gives you the most satisfaction, what gives you the most excitement, what gives you the most drive, and what contributes to that long-term vision. And if you haven't yet, go back and listen to last week's podcast episode all about um, reframing goals because I think there was some really, really important takeaways that are going to help transition you into this podcast episode as well. And I went and I looked at Reddit, which if you've never been on Reddit, it's kind of like it just really gives you some perspective and some food for thought. But I just did like a simple search of hustle culture and I wanted to see what popped up on there. And one of like the first tagline taglines that I read was you're a sucker. If you believe hustle culture will lead you to success. And this guy had continued or girl, I don't even know had continued to go on about how hustle culture turns us into a robot, a tool, a machine and how success stories are often people who have crashed and burned, or crashed and learned, and I was like, that's such a good perspective, because a lot of times, when we do, when you get stuck into this hustle culture mindset of like, I need to be doing, I need to be seeing, I need to always be on, I always need to be doing something, you know, like this mindset that like, if you're not doing, then you're failing, or if you're not achieving, then you're not successful enough. And it really does make us get stuck on autopilot. You know, it's like this beep, beep, boop, boop, bop, beep. Like you're turning into a robot where you're simply just going through the motions instead of living out every day with intentions. And maybe hustle culture for you looks like picking up as much overtime as humanly possible to get out of debt as quick as you can, or to build up the numbers in your bank account. Maybe it for you looks like building a side hustle on top of your already full-time job. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe you're in a relationship. Maybe you have other people who like need you in your life and who depend on you and like you have to take care of them. Maybe you are never giving yourself a day of rest. You have to-do lists that never end. As soon as you wake up in the next morning or when you lay your head on the pillow at night you're thinking about all the things that you need to get done the next day and no matter what you do no amount of time no amount of hours in the day is ever enough and I remember back when I was in like my prime burnout stage um, back in about July of 2020 like I was just telling you about 24 hours in a day never seemed like enough I was staying up till 10, 11, 12 p.m. and then getting up at 5, 6 a.m. because I was like, I have to squeeze as much out of every single day as I can. And while I think that there is a center balance of the two, it's also really important to realize that if you go to bed every single night feeling like you never got enough done or feeling like 24 hours in a day is not enough, that's a red flag. And I really want you to go inward and ask yourself like, what's making you feel that way and hustle culture I do believe can work for some maybe you are really focused on building this side business that way you can quit your full-time job maybe you really are interested in paying off debt as quick as possible because you have other financial goals that you want to start working towards and it worked for a while for me but it didn't work forever, it wasn't sustainable. I was tired of always being tired. I was tired of not having joy for the things that once made me feel excited. I was tired that I felt like I was working so hard, but I never had time to enjoy life. And I'll be completely honest, I was in a season where I was making more money than I ever had before. But as soon as I made that money, I would go out and spend it. And so it wasn't from a place of alignment. It wasn't from a place of intention. It was surely from a place that I loved the dopamine hit of work. I loved the dopamine hit of hustle. And in 2021, I really started to shift the way that I lived every single day because I was tired of that feeling. I was tired of not feeling like myself. And if, as you're listening to this, you can relate. You know, you're worn out, you're always exhausted. You don't feel like you have the time for the things that make you feel like most you most like you. You feel like you don't have the time for your relationship. You don't feel like you have the excitement for projects or little passions that once made you excited, hobbies. You know, you go into work resenting your patients or your coworkers. You wake up every single morning and no matter how much sleep you got, you feel like it's a never enough. Hustle culture in the society that we live in right now is the state of overworking to the point where it becomes a lifestyle. And so maybe you don't even realize that you are living in this hustle mindset. Maybe you haven't even given yourself the space or the time to slow down. And because you push play on today's episode, I'm guessing that's you. And I want you to not just use this as a gut check, but to use this as a starting point to open a new chapter for yourself. To use this as a starting point to start to shift the way you live. To use this as a starting point to shift the mindset around the things that you do on a day-to-day basis and the motive behind it. And so I want to talk about the three different people that I shared at the beginning of the episode. The observer, the feeler, and the doer. And I want to give you some tangibles for each category because I think it's really important to not only know better, But when you know better, you do better. So if you bring that self-awareness to which category you fall into, or if you fall into all three of them, or maybe you just fall into two of them, you can start to take action on making small shifts in your day-to-day right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when you finally hit your breaking point, which my friend, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. If you continue to live in a way where you are always in overdrive, where you were always going, you are always doing, you are always seeing. You're not going to have time to just be. You're not going to have time to squeeze out the joy and happiness of every single day. And because you're invested in personal growth, I know that you care about the quality of your life. And I care about your quality of life. I care about my quality of life. And so I really want us to take intentional action together and to make this shift from living in the hustle culture to living in a way that feels good. Whatever that feel good feels like for you, because what feels good for me might not feel good for you. And that's okay. But I can help you pick apart a few things that might help you achieve that next best feeling, that next best version of you. So if you're the observer, you're watching all of these people, you know, as it's the new year, people are posting all of their goals, all the things they accomplished in 2021, all the things that they're going to do in 2022. Maybe it's, you know, the business growth the business growth. It is the amount of money they're going to make. It is the career changes they're going to make. It's the marriage. It's the relationship. It's the baby that's coming. It's the house they bought. It can be a lot this time of year. And so notice how the people in your feed or the people in your life make you feel. And when they're talking about the things that they accomplish, maybe you look at them and you're like, I could never, first of all, don't downplay yourself. But second of all, are you telling yourself you could never because you don't feel like you have the bandwidth or because you see them you know, sharing all of their success and sharing all of their accolades, but never actually showing the work that goes on behind the scenes? And truly think about it. There is so much work that you don't see in the highlight reels, that you don't see in the little Instagram squares that people do put in, you know. And I'm guessing that the person that you're sitting there admiring, you know, oh my gosh, she truly does do it all. She like has her ducks in a row. She's so successful. She's fit. Like I'm so proud of her. Like good for her. You know how many breakdowns she's probably had? You know how many ugly cries she's probably had? And it's not always easy to be vulnerable and transparent on a space like social media. And I'm saying that from like a personal perspective as somebody who is very active on social media, it's not always easy to show the real and raw moment. So the next time you find yourself, you know, looking at somebody's feed and getting sucked into comparison of all that they're doing and asking yourself, like, how can I be like that? Ask yourself, like, is it from a place like that feels good? Like, are you looking at her in admiration as like motivation for you to keep going? Or are you looking at her as a comparison factor? And sometimes the simple click of an unfollow button can lift so much weight off your shoulders because, I found for me that I was watching all of these people do things that I didn't really want to do. And as I was watching them do these things that I didn't want to do, I still unconsciously was like, Oh, but like maybe, maybe I might want to do that. Like if she's looking like that, she's looking like a snack, you know, she's achieving all of these things, then maybe I do want to do that too. And so once I started to unfollow them, it was like out of sight, out of mind. And I was like, okay, I don't even think about this girl anymore. I don't care about her goals. Like, good for her. I'm glad she's got goals. Don't get me wrong there. But it didn't make me feel good. So notice your energy as you're consuming content and how it makes you feel. And realize that the unfollow button is such a powerful thing. And actually, I encourage you. Right now, right after this episode, I can guarantee there's at least 15 people in your social media feed right now who bring you that negative energy, who don't make you feel good, who make you compare in a negative way. I want you to go unfollow them right now. And you have the full ability to curate a feed and a circle of people that lift you up, of people that make you feel good. And so if you're observing these people who are hustling their faces off, and that's not the way that you want to live, unfollow them. You don't need to compare yourself to them. You don't need to use them as an unrealistic expectation or an unrealistic standard that you're not going to live up to because we are learning to live a life of integrity and a life of intention that is curated for you and only you, not for anybody else. And maybe you're the feeler. You feel this hustle culture like just absolute sheer exhaustion. You feel these unrealistic expectations that you put on yourself, that society puts on you, and I want you to redefine success. Maybe it's not paying off all your student loan debt by killing yourself with as much overtime as you possibly can squeeze in in a week, but instead, you know, picking up overtime from a place of integrity, picking up overtime from a place of intention where you're like, hey, I'm gonna do xyz with this money, and you know, this paycheck A certain amount of money is going to go towards student loan debt. And then next week, I'm going to allow myself to rest a little bit. And the next week, I'll pick it back up, you know? And really, you know, focusing on what really matters. Like, is it really the student loan debt getting paid off as quick as possible that matters? Or is it going to a job that you're excited and passionate about, that you don't rob yourself of that joy and passion because you're so hyper-focused on achieving an accolade or achieving a number. Maybe it's not about booking your schedule as full as you possibly can, but instead booking your schedule with the things that make you feel good. Maybe it's not going to bed at night, proud of all that you did, but instead allowing yourself to go to bed feeling proud of what you did and not being overwhelmed about what you didn't do, or not you know letting yourself go into overwhelm about what is to come the next morning. And success is whatever you want it to be. What I do and how I feel success is not how you are going to do or feel success. What Sally from Instagram does for success, and what makes her feel successful is not going to make you feel successful either. And so you really have to ask yourself, like, what does success really feel like to me? And how can I achieve that in a way that doesn't feel like I have to always be doing something? And for me, that was giving myself small wins. You know, i do something now i actually use the hustle sanely hustle sanely planner by jess massey she's a productivity coach and she's a powerhouse but even before i started using her planner i started to shift the way that i structured my day-to-days and it was like i did my top three to-do list so i picked three things i actually did it the night before i went to bed and i said if i get these three things done tomorrow i'll be proud when i lay my head on my pillow tomorrow night Knowing that I got these things done. And it was like my top three things that I wanted to get done for the day. And everything else in the day was just like sprinkles. Like that was the cake. That was the juicy stuff. That's what mattered. And what happens is a lot of times you probably create to do lists that are a mile long. Maybe you're like me, where you get like that gratification, that dopamine hit from check marking a box. I know that I do. I love to do lists. I love like that feeling and that sensation of crossing something off. Um, But I really shifted the way that I did my to-do list because it also came from a place of scarcity where it was like, well, if I don't get all these things done, then I can't go to bed. And then you're lacking on sleep and then you're lacking on, you know, social outings and then you're lacking on energy and all these things that you need to live a more fulfilling life. And... So that's what I encourage you to do. Instead of looking at success as a number or as an accolade or as the amount of things you get done on your to-do list, look at it as a feeling instead. Look at it as a way to know that you are living from that place of integrity and that place of alignment. And if you are the doer, I want you to allow yourself to rest. And I don't want you to just allow yourself to rest. I want you to schedule your rest. And I want you to know that rest does not just mean sleeping or does not just mean doing nothing. There is actually so many different types of rest and we all rest differently. And people always used to think that I was crazy because I said, I was like, after I go for a run, like, I feel so rested. I feel so re I feel so like grounded and rooted. And people like, if you're not a runner, you're like, Mick, you lying. But that's the way that I'm able to turn off my brain. I'm able to turn off my thoughts and I'm able to just be. And I actually recently, I'm almost done with it actually, but it's this book called The Art of Rest. And they did a survey with 18,000 people and asked them what rest felt like and asked them to, at the beginning of the book, they shared, you know, what is one word that describes rest for you? And there was some people who said free Dreamy, delicious, serene, healing, precious, and other people said fragile, annoying, guilt, selfish, um, worrying, And I want you to think about and then so after I read that part of the book, I was like, "Hmm, like, what does rest look like to me? Like, how would I describe rest? And I think I'm in like the first half of the words, like rest to me is dreamy, rest to me is energetic, rest to me is exciting rest to me is healing and rest to me did not always used to be that way. I used to be somebody who was like, well, rest, what is rest? Rest is for the week. I'm not going to rest. And look where it got me. It got me through burnout to a very vicious cycle of burnout at like that for several months. But realizing that rest doesn't have to just mean sleep or doing nothing. Rest could maybe mean reading your favorite book binge watching some netflix yes watching tv can be considered rest go read this book the art of rest it is so good and so insightful maybe rest for you is hanging out with your significant other it's a bath it's you know alone time it's time in your garden it's time knitting it's time out walking and realize that it's not always just about the like the quantity of rest i don't care if it's 10 minutes or if it's three hours that you get in your day to do something that makes you feel however you define rest. So that's why it's important to ask yourself, like, what does rest feel like to me? And then figure out what activities make you feel that way. And I think so often we get focused on, you know, the amount of hours you sleep, like you need at least the, whatever studies show that you need seven, eight hours of sleep at night. And you're like, oh, I get six hours of rest and I'm like energized and ready to go. Well, guess what? Your six hours of rest that was intentional rest, so your six hours of sleep that was intentional sleep compared to Sally who maybe drank an entire bottle of wine before she went to bed, sat on her phone scrolling social media, and then slept for 10 hours, woke up feeling less rested than you. Meh. It's because the quality of her rest probably wasn't as good as the quality of your rest. Or you could even use yourself as, I don't want to say comparison factor because I hate that word, but think about the nights where, you know, I know for me, I'll use myself as an example. How about that? I know for me on the nights where I am intentional with my nighttime routine, I'm not on my phone before I go to bed, I plug my phone in in my bathroom so that way I can't scroll, I read my book, you know, I listen to my noise machine meditation, which I have a hatch alarm clock, 10 out of 10 recommend if you don't have an alarm clock or you're looking for one, it is a fabulous, fabulous tool in life. But, um, you know, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, that rest that I get after I do that wind down routine to like signal to my body like hey we're going to bed it's time to shut your eyeballs like that rest feels so much better than like a night of rest when I'm out until (laughs) 2am after like six hours of drinking. And then I wake up in the next morning after sleeping for like 10 hours and I'm like, okay, I feel terrible. Like, first of all, second of all, that sleep quality was trash. Like I tossed and turned all night. And third of all, like, why didn't I brush my teeth? You know, it's like the quality of rest is very, very different. So don't just focus on the numbers, but focus on the quantity or the don't just focus on the numbers, don't just focus on the quantity, but also focus on the quality of the actions that you're doing. There's so much power, you know, in getting an intentional, peaceful, mindful, 20-minute walk-in versus walking two miles. Maybe you don't have the time in your day for that, and maybe, like, walk is your form of rest. Acknowledge that that's okay. But we need to quit talking about rest now, and we need to wrap things up, because I I don't know. I just feel so passionately and feel so deeply about the hustle culture because I know how it feels to not feel like yourself. I know how it feels to be the overachiever, to be the person who is always tending to other people's needs before your own. So I hope you use this episode as a wake-up call to stop living in this society or in this norm that tells you that you always need to be on that tells you to that in order to be successful, you need to achieve X, Y, and Z. That in order to make it to the next level, you have to work an X amount of hours. Or in a order to pay off the student loan debt, you're required to pick up XYZ over time because... When you make the shift in your life, you're going to realize that the quality of your life is so much more wholesome. And I'm speaking to this from experience because I know that the quality of my life has drastically changed now that I don't have this pressure on myself to always be on to always be available to always be doing to always be jam-packing my days off work but instead to do everything that i do with intention and to do it from a place that just feels good and at the end of the day that's what matters is like what feels good to you in this moment what feels good to you in this day what feels good to you in this life and you are the steward of the next best version of yourself and without self-awareness You're not going to be able to get there as quick as you want. And it's not really about how fast you get there. It's about... Getting there in a way, again, that feels good. I keep coming back to the same saying of feeling good because really that's what matters. So if you are the observer where you see the hustle culture happening and it doesn't make you feel good, it makes you get stuck into a comparison, unfollow, distance yourself from the people that don't make you feel good. If you're the feeler who feels like you always need to be on and you always need to be available and you always need to be doing more, you feel like you're stuck in the hustle culture, I want you to take a second to redefine success and ask yourself, ask yourself how does success feel and then realign your action from that point. And if you are the doer who is stuck in the hustle culture, stuck in the doing of the hustle culture of, you know, the to-do lists and the schedules and the overtime shifts, schedule yourself some rest, not tomorrow, not next week, but right now and focus on the quality of your rest instead of just the quantity of your rest. And actually, I want you to tag me and what you are doing, which three of these you most relate to. Are you the observer? Are you the feeler? Or are you the doer? Maybe you're all three. Maybe you're like me, because I definitely am. And I know that it can just be a very toxic place to get stuck in. So know that maybe the grind to the nose hustle culture does work for some people, but it ain't working for you that's okay. You have the choice to shift and evolve and live your life the way that you want to. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.